hold on. When did I get the coffee ready? There's a cat. Keep your tail out of the coffee. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can see what she's doing. She's going to hide behind me, which does not work well for me. Oh, there's a, there's a goober. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. If you were here yesterday, you know that I drank out of the wrong mug. What are you doing? Why don't you move out from behind me so I can sit? There. She woke me up this morning with a <laughs> on the bed, and I very quickly grabbed her and put her in the in the bathtub. And she puked in the bathtub. She's making her very high-pitched squeaky purr noise, which doesn't happen very often. She must be really happy, right? Well, yesterday, Monday. Hope you had a good Monday. I had a good Monday. What did I do? I worked. I worked. I went to Costco. Went to the gym. Oh, you slaughtered those plants. No wonder you puked. You ate a bunch of them. Dork. Anyone want a dorky kitty? Um, what else happened? Some email. New client. I think we got a new client coming on, which is great. Not martial arts related, so that's a bummer, but you know what? They can't all be martial arts schools. I mean, I'd like them to be, but they can't all be, right? You want to say hi? Say hi to the people. She looks unimpressed. Um, more of the same today. Uh, working from home. Client call. She has the vet visit. She gets acupuncture from our vet about once a month, which is part of why she's 20 and doing well. Stink. What else going on today? just got after that it's just generalized work emails and projects and, and things like that I'm gonna try and find some things to cut out of my schedule and stop doing because a lot of them they're just burning time I don't know about you but I, I feel like so much of what's in my life is just busy work and the irony is I assign it to myself Oh, you know what I gotta work on today? Because it's been a few days. I gotta work more on the new the new program. The um, what do we call it? The fight conditioning program. That is the first program that we're going to do that I think will have. Well, the strength and conditioning had had some pretty good appeal, and that's sold decently. But I think the fight conditioning one will, will do even better. Depends on how we market it. I'm starting to think like I might need some help 
in the marketing department, which is really funny because people pay me for marketing. But I think I'm just so deep into this that I have a hard time seeing it. So I don't know. I'm thinking about that. What else? It's supposed to be a beautiful day, maybe even a little warm. I might work out this evening. I might just go for a walk. That's something that I haven't been doing as much since things have opened up. I haven't been walking as much, and I miss it. Just putting on some headphones and going for a walk, you know. Walking a few miles. Might walk to the end of the road. That's two miles each way. Might do that again. Oh, you know what I didn't tell you yesterday? I submitted the, the paperwork for the Lemon Law for my car, my piece of junk car. Fingers crossed on that. And I think I've identified the car that I want. And I think I even found somebody locally who has the exact year and features that I want. Um, I know I got a message from him last night. I got I to gotta look it over. If any of you remember, uh, last, was it last August when I took a vacation? It was a vacation. I don't know why I'm using air quotes. It was a vacation. I took a few days. I left here. Slept in the car. Drove around New England. Did a bunch of fun stuff. Crashed in parking lots. Walmart parking lots. Because it's free. They don't care. How great is that? Uh, I need more space if I'm going to do that again. And so this vehicle is larger and will be better, more conducive for that. Right, Toes? Oh, she settled in. <sighs> I wish I felt settled. I don't feel settled. I feel all over the place. I feel like there are a lot of things up in the air right now, not just with my life and with Whistlekick, and, but the world. The world is up in the air right now. It's not a judgment. It's just an observation. And I don't feel like it's going to settle soon. There's a lot of chaos. People are frustrated and they're angry. And we're seeing what happens when people are frustrated and angry for a long time. Hmm. Glad I live out in the woods. <laughs> That's all I can say. Where's my tablet? I know you all wrote some things, and yesterday we had a good com. Well, I should, I can't. Can I call it a conversation? Because nobody, nobody was there. You were there, but you didn't, you didn't contribute much. We talked about participation awards. My tablet shut off for some reason. 
Is the battery dead? Oh, battery's not dead. Come on. Gotta boot up now. I was, it was plugged in. I mean, plugged on. This thing's like eight years, seven, eight years old now. It blows me away that it still works. I've replaced the screen on it once. I've dropped it I don't know how many times. This is why I buy Google branded stuff. Like my phone. I don't know what I'm looking for. It's right there. My phone is a Google Pixel. Come on. Apparently I should have been more prepared. Oh, and because it affects all of you, uh, the remaining boards that needed to be ordered to finish the deck, the deck, uh, those are supposed to be delivered today, which means they should be installed at some point this week. Depends on when Joey can come back. And then from there, I'm going to find a warm morning and I'm going to record outside. We'll set this up or find a chair or something. And I'll sit out on the deck, and we'll do a show. I'll be a little quiet, because the voice carries. And, but I think you'll appreciate that. And who, know, who knows what animals might pop in? We might go from this fuzzy beast to a different fuzzy beast. All right, it's finally started up. Remember, if you want to write something in for me to respond to, drop it below, and I will answer it or whatever whatever is appropriate to do with it I shall do alright we got three quotes from Frank and one from Nish Nish I was just talking about you the other day friend was looking for a taekwondo school and I sent him your way First quote, to me, the extraordinary aspect of martial arts lies in its simplicity. The easy way is also the right way, and the martial arts is nothing at all special. The closer to the true way of martial arts, the less wastage of expression there is. Bruce Lee. Efficiency in motion. That's what I hear when I read this. Efficiency in motion. And yet there's the easy way is also the right way. I think there are a couple ways you can look at that quote. You can look at that as mechanics. What is the easiest way to perform this technique? Which inevitably is going to be the right way, I think. Or you could say the, the easy way, let's say from a combat perspective in terms of uh, technique selection which is not necessarily the truth not necessarily yeah hmm words aren't coming right the simplest technique to execute in a given situation may not be the right technique but if we go back to the first definition the one i agree with this about mechanics biomechanics one of the things i find really interesting is that there are a lot of people who get very meticulous about the way certain techniques should be done. 
well, now if we do this, if we do that, but you got to do. How does the body want to do it? What are the biomechanics of it? I've taught a class a couple times at, I think it was the first and maybe even the second whistlekick training day on the biomechanics of martial arts movement, which is something I find really interesting. And the more time I spend in the fitness, weightlifting, bodybuilding communities, the more I'm learning and the more I'm able to bring back to martial arts. And the, I think the biggest example that I was able to give, I remember pretty discreetly when I, when I taught that first class, was I taught people how to bring in your lat, your latissimus dorsi muscle on a punch. Most people don't do it. Most people, the way most schools, most people punch, it's all, it's, it's shoulder up. And yeah, you're, you're connected and there's hip motion ideally. But there's a way in, I don't know if you can see this, if I drop this shoulder down a little bit, if my hand rotates just a little bit, that thumb comes up, I can actually recruit that muscle in a punch. And when I punch, the moment my hand turns all the way over here, I lose that muscle. But if I'm here, I can get it. I can, I can kind of get it if I try, but it's not natural. Here, it's there. Bam! Right there, that's there. Now, if you know about a vertical punch, people talk about the vertical punch as, oh, we do this because it's faster. Maybe. We can, uh, in Ishinru, one of the things that I was taught is that that thumb on top compresses the hand so it's a better striking surface. Maybe a little bit. But you know what this does really well? It's a great opportunity to get that muscle involved. So there's an example that if you take a simple technique like a punch and you look at it through the lens of biomechanics, there's a right way. It would stand to reason that the method of punching that utilizes the most muscles to develop that force without sacrificing speed is the best way to do it. Why would you give up certain muscles, right? So when we talk about a punch, if it's really hard to get if you're punching high, but you're probably not punching that high because if you're dealing with someone that high, they're that much taller than you, you and you get this close and you try to punch them, they're probably just going to grab you and bite your face off. So punches are generally going to be, right, chest, sternum, right, you can't see but if we if we think about that punch bam bam there's something there if you know what that muscle feels like i encourage you to try it practice it and i'm not limiting it to just that there are all kinds of things that happen in martial arts that i believe have been there and we've forgotten about them and that's one of them i'm sure there are people somewhere talking about how to recruit your lap muscles when you punch i haven't met them I'm not claiming that I'm originating this idea. In fact, I'm claiming the exact opposite. I believe it's been there for a long time, and we just stopped talking about it. If I had a bunch of money to sit and do martial arts research, it would be on that kind of stuff, biomechanics.
To all those whose progress remains hampered by ego-related distractions, let humility, the spiritual cornerstone upon which karate rests, serve to remind one to place virtue before vice, values before vanity, and principles before personalities. Matsumura Soka. We've talked about the white belt mentality on martial arts radio quite a bit, and we'll continue to talk about it because I'm hearing more and more people use that term, and I think it's a wonderful, wonderful term. No matter how good you get, no matter how long you train, have a white belt mentality. I'm considering, there's a, there's a school that I'm considering going to train at, starting over. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm feeling that itch again because... I like being a white belt. It's a lot of fun. You get to throw out everything you know, or at least put it aside, and let someone teach you. There's so much joy in learning brand new things, at least for me. And I think so many people stop their progress because they assume they know things. I'm not going to go down in history as the best martial artist in any way, shape, or form. I'm fully aware of that. I don't care. But I think when I'm gone, hopefully that's a long time from now, I think people who knew me would say he always wanted to learn more. Because I do. I, I, I think that if there's one thing that sets me, not better, but apart from most martial artists, it's that constant quest for different and new and more so I can better understand things. The more people you talk to, the better you understand people. The more books you read, the better you understand language. The more martial arts you train in, the better you understand what is at the core of all of them, what that martial arts is. Very cat face. She's very, very happy. Can I balance the tablet on your head? No? Okay. Last quote, and then one more bit. I've done jujitsu a huge chunk of my life, and I try to spend a lot of time educating people on the nuances, the subtleness of the ground game. It's a big part of mixed martial arts. Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan. Um, I think Joe Rogan and I would have a wonderful conversation about martial arts and MMA and the disservice that high-level MMA is doing to martial arts. Because I think we could have a really good, respectful, intelligent discussion about it. And I hope that that happens someday. I would happily fly to California to have that conversation. Mostly because it would probably get us some exposure. But I agree. There, and, and, I mean, you can replace jujitsu with anything. This, this is one of the things that I find really weird about BJJ practitioners. Is that they act like... I shouldn't, I shouldn't generalize like that. Many BJJ practitioners act like BJJ is 
unique, not in movement, but in, uh, let's say, philosophy or in spirit. Nuance, subtleton, subtleness. There's a lot of nuance and subtlety in all martial arts. The better you get, the more nuance and subtlety there is. The difference with BJJ is that the there's little debate on skill level because you can test it. You can test it pretty well, pretty easily. If you if you're grappling with someone and they submit you, they're better. If I'm sparring with you and you get more points on me, are you better? You're better at points, point fighting, but what about the core of whatever it is we're doing? I might come back and say, yes, but in a real fight, I would win. But we're not going to do that. And I think that that is what is appealing to so many people about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. There's, there's a little subjective argument when comparing skill. And I think that that resonates for some people. But if we go back to our earlier quote about ego, if we can put that aside, if we can stay humble, if we can look for the simple answers, that can lead to some really good stuff, some good progress. There's three quotes tying together. Nicely done, Frank. And so following up yesterday on participation awards, where I was proposing that if you're going to hand out some type of participation thing, don't call it an award and give it to absolutely everyone who participates, not a select group. And this says participation awards. I like the idea of having an event item be it a t-shirt, a patch, certificate, thanking them for attending, that everyone gets, with the awards for success and competition still being there and needing to be earned. I like the idea of a patch. T-shirts are great, but people outgrow them. They lose them. A lot of people have a ton of them. But a patch can kind of be collected. A patch or a coin, um, a pin. New pins pretty inexpensively. That could be a lot of fun. I just saw yesterday that uh, an event through in August is canceling. I don't know when and if competitions start back up, but it doesn't look like it's before September. And I'm torn about that. And I feel guilty that I'm torn. On the one hand, I miss the team, I miss my friends, I miss the energy, I miss I miss traveling. But on the other hand, I don't miss traveling, and I don't miss spending the money, and I enjoy being at home. Stacy says, a whistle kick challenge coin. I was thinking that as I was saying it. Probably not something we're going to do right now, but we could. We could in the future. And, I, you know, I, f I feel guilty. I feel guilty that I'm enjoying being at home. And then I remember that for the last five years, I've been going to 
dozen tournaments a year plus. Over what years were that? Was that 2014 and 2015? Maybe 15 and 16? I forget the exact years. I did 50 events in two years. Every other weekend for two years. There were weekends I did two events. I was fried. It was a great way to get Whistle Kick out there. I made a lot of connections, met a lot of people, had a lot of fun. But when you're gone all the time, your social life's on hold. My social life has been on hold for years. And while I feel guilty, I'm not going to apologize for it. I will... I don't have to be at every event. I love our team. And I will continue to support our team. But I will probably not be at every event moving forward. I'm going to pick a few. Because I don't think they need me as much as... I've thought in the past. I think they're happy to have me there, and I'm happy to be there. Stacy said that she's enjoying the USBA, the U.S. Breaking Association, virtual tournaments. I think I think those are great. I think they're great because you're taking something that's pretty objective, breaking, and you're taking it online. Stacy says your team loves you well. Thank you. I love you all. Love you all too. I think it's easy to easier easier to take something that's more objective like breaking online than it is something like forms. I think it's it's harder to feel the energy of someone's form through a video. If you've ever been around someone who just commands this presence when they do a form, it's electric. You can't deny it. And I think it's a shame when... That's not the right word. I think... I think that's missing when you, t when you take forms competition online. And, and I gotta say, some of the names of these, comp these online competitions that I'm seeing, they're just tasteless. I'm not even going to name them because I don't want to call attention to anything in particular, but just tacky. All right, before I get too ranty, I think I'm going to go. Finish my coffee. Convince this furball to stop sitting on my lap and get started with my day. I hope you have a great day. I hope you write something in for me to respond to tomorrow. I hope if you're new, you will subscribe. You will turn on notifications. I hope you will consider supporting us by making a purchase at whistlekick.com with the code FIRSTCUP15 for 15% off or the Patreon. We just added a new member uh, to the Patreon yesterday. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash whistlekick. Excuse me, slash whistlekick. You can do as little as two bucks a month. And if you're contributing, you're getting additional content that's not anywhere else. And the more people we build up over there, the more, I'm, more time I'm going to put into it. Which might seem backwards, but there's a momentum thing.
I got a finite amount of time. Gotta decide where to spend it. Thanks for sticking with me this long. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace.